Hello, everyone, and welcome to Roll Up, the official Filsinger Games podcast. I am your co-host, Sam Fain, joined by Todd Gershel and Mike Molesky. And this week, we are also joined by a special guest co-host. Uh, he is found weekly as a co-host of the insanely popular Uncharted Territory podcast and a member of the Filsinger Games Legends of Wrestling team, the one and only Chad Olson. Chad, how are you? I'm doing great, Sam. How are you doing? I'm great, man. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me. Of course, just a few short days to Galacticon, and that means that we're just uh, like 10 days out from uh, the TNT Hall of Fame in Waterloo, Iowa, which we're going to talk more about uh, here in a little bit. Uh, Todd, how are things with you? Things are uh, crazy. Uh, It's been a while last week of a lot of things going on and uh the least of which has been galacticon prep but now uh, <laughs> i'm now in the throes of that and uh getting ready there i think uh should uh should be a pretty awesome con for sure great i mean i'm looking forward to it i'm I, it's been a crazy week here as well uh but i'm i'm very much looking forward to seeing everybody and, and hanging out and having having a little bit of relief even if things aren't necessarily going to go Completely according to plan. Uh, <laughs> Mike, how are you, sir? I didn't know there was a plan, but I'm glad someone has one because we're just going to do the best we can with what we got. I think that's the plan. You know, that's all we can ever do. But good to hear from you, Sam. Now, did, I just want to know, for the record, did you make your donation to the swear jar yet? Um, yes. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't sworn yet tonight. There's a swear well, jar? I better get a loan from $100. somebody. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Maybe Barry can spot us. Um, <laughs> um, you, you were saying, sir? Oh, no, I was just I just wanted to make sure that, that we were following protocols. I know I wasn't here to tap the sensor button here for a while, but a few weeks back, we, we got a little out of control. So I just wanted to make sure we were on the right track tonight. I know. Holy forking shirt balls. Um, well, you know what? I'm going to do my best. I will, I will do my best. I'll, I'll use uh, my, my, my good place lingo instead uh, and stay away <laughs> from the words that would keep us from being PG uh, over here at Roll Up. Um, you know, there has been one question just burning in my brain that I've wanted to ask Todd now for, you know, a little over a week. And that is being in Connecticut and being so close to Stanford. I'm just wondering... Has WWE reached out to you yet? Because I know they're going to be looking for a new CEO permanently very, very soon. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No, uh, no, no nothing's really come across uh, my desk yet. Now, um, I, 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 just, I, do, I do work in Stanford, but just not in that. <laughs> place, so. I just I just have to, you know, to bring in real world stuff just for a moment. We're not going to talk about it late because we got a long show for you anyway. But uh, uh, I mean, the only question I'll ask is, is anyone actually surprised? No. Oh, of course not. Right? Yeah. All right. We'll move on then. Uh, So, uh, in the world of Filsinger Games, we've had a couple of amazing teasers drop in the past week. Um, First up for Legends of Wrestling for the TNT Hall of Fame set three, uh, the one and only Dangerous Dan Spivey. Uh, Really excited about this card. Um, I think the art looks great, and uh, looking forward to seeing seeing what uh, the stats are that the Legends team has cooked up for us. Uh, Of course, Spivey had a lengthy career throughout the uh, 80s and into the early to mid 90s. 
derailed a bit there by an injury. He probably could have, you know, gotten another four or five years out of his career uh, uh, had he wanted. Um, but, you know, still had an impact on the business uh, long after he hung his boots up because he was, of course, the direct inspiration for Bray Wyatt. Um, and uh, I, I think you look back at the scope of his career and, you know, getting his start in Florida and teaming with Scott Hall and, you know, being trained by Dusty Rhodes and working, you know, for Crockett and, um, you know, getting to work with the Andersons and, and just, I mean, everything that he was able to accomplish so early on in his career, um, especially as a tag team wrestler, uh, spending time in Kansas City, and then, of course, you know, kind of filling in for Barry Windham um, after Windham left WWF, um, uh, teaming with Mike Rotunda and, uh, you know, the tag team work that they did uh, there. Uh, and, and then, of course, making his mark in, in all Japan, um, you know, working with uh, uh, Stan Hansen when, you know, tag team titles and of course also uh working with uh johnny ace um johnny alleged scumbag uh and <laughs> we also of course have uh, him going back to crockett for uh, a stay with the varsity club and then of course the teaming with uh, sid vicious as the skyscrapers uh, uh before he made his way back to the wwf in, in the mid 90s as waylon mercy what an insane character uh, Chad, I'm just going to go straight to you. What are your thoughts on Dan Spivey? Well, I'm glad we got to update him and, and bring him into this set. Originally, he wasn't scheduled to be in this set, but some people got bumped around because he was um, is being recognized with the Frank Gotch Award this year. We thought it'd be a good year to get him in. And just uh, so people on, on this broadcast know, and we talk about this more in depth in Uncharted Territory this weekend. Um, nice plug. You know, th- this is uh oh i got a better one hold on um <laughs> this is a uh, uh you know he's wearing like the leather vest that he wore uh, you know in the skyscrapers war in all japan but there's really not a difference between his wrestling style when he was in the varsity club for those you know four short months we we did some research he's he's still using the same finisher and everything so it's definitely a guy you could team immediately with mike rotundo or, or dr death steve williams if you did want to reunite the the varsity club that's kind of what era the stats are um and and they reflect that and uh you know we we go over the whole roster in depth including spoiling it we do have a gentleman's agreement with todd to not release it until the tnt set is released on sunday at noon or saturday at noon eastern time however if we get a combined donation of $1,000 for the Trago Stez Hall of Fame or sell 20 Uncharted Territory t-shirts, I'm not withholding my bargain with Todd. Just a quick question, Chad. Yes. Since, since Tim's not on this podcast, yes. I was just wondering if someone <laughs> wanted a, a, a happened to be interested in a t-shirt from the Uncharted Territories podcast, where would they go? I mean, to find any of our t-shirts... The cool Galacticon t-shirt, which I'll be wearing this weekend, or even the roll-up t-shirt, you know, if you needed to change the oil in your car and wanted one of those t-shirts, you could do that <laughs> by going to TKO. And I don't, I'm not as good with I don't have it memorized like Tim. You put me on the spot. T-E-E-K-O.com, and we're under other duties as assigned or something. I can't remember what our hitter is, but you can find us there and you should find us yeah, there. And you, just remember you, you, if we, we really saw 20 shirts, we're dropping that. the episode early and everyone will find out who's in the entire set. We, we, we should have just dropped Dalton. Like, like just yeah. a spot from Dalton in the, here. He does it so well. 
I can get that cut out for you and send it to you. <laughs> yeah, but then I'd have to do editing work and, you know, and <laughs> I'm more we're, than We're happy. much more lazy on the Roll Up podcast. <laughs> we, don't do, we don't do editing like you. There's no Easter eggs. That's why, that's why I have to use a swear jar because, you know, I don't edit that stuff out. If I edit it out, Mike wouldn't have to get on me for it. Um, <laughs> well, I, 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 uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your guys' conversation, uh, knowing the contents of that set. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing what everyone else thinks about it and the fact that you guys get to you know just go all in uh, on spoilers if you get that one thousand dollar combined donation to trago synthes hall of fame which you should because it's a wonderful cause and the more money we give them hopefully the more benefits we'll reap i don't know and even if we don't it's still a good cause so who cares um so todd what are your thoughts very, oh, i think it's a very symbiotic relationship so absolutely it's proven to be such so far and and, and i mean we have absolutely enjoyed the benefit of it no doubt um Todd, what are your thoughts on Dan Spivey? Oh, no, great. Glad to have Dan Spivey uh, in, in color there. You know, we did have the black and white card there. This is uh, one of the uh, updates, uh, so to say, that we have. But, you know, I was always, always like Dan Spivey as, you know, part of some of the teams he's been in uh, in the past. I think yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think that when I saw the skyscrapers, he was, you know, that he was half that team. And, you know, I, I always, I always enjoyed him there for sure. So I'm yeah, very glad to have him in there. And um, yeah, it just, just made a lot of sense to include him in this one. I'm glad we did. For sure. Absolutely. Mike thoughts on Spivey. Well, you know, it's funny. One of the things we talked about, Chad was referring earlier to that uh, Spivey wasn't on the original list for this set, but it's not often you get to honor somebody who's in there, you know, in the year they're being honored at the hall, right? Normally it's, we get to talk to them while they're at the hall. So it's sort of, it's neat that we were able to do this. And, and obviously Mike Rotunda as well. It's, I think it's a great opportunity for Phil Singer games. Fans are going to be there in person that they can have cards for, you know, two guys who are being, in, you know, inducted slash honored this year and have uh, those cards there available. So I thought that was a good opportunity for us. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it is really cool. It's, you know, it is a unique opportunity, um, you know, to have somebody that, is going in, you know, somebody that we don't necessarily have to like make contact with and cross our fingers and hope they'll sign a, a form or whatever. Uh, uh, I think it is, uh, it is pretty cool. And uh, anybody who's going to be I don't there, cross my fingers, just so you know, Sam, I don't cross my fingers anymore. I just bring Jerry with me. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's like your diner's express card. You just take it everywhere with you. Um, Amazing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So anyone who's going to be at the hall of fame in Waterloo, uh, might have the opportunity, um, to, you know, to, to see dance by me and get their card signed. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, and then of course on the champions of the galaxy front, we had the announcement of diva, um, for origins, 2138, uh, colorful artwork, awesome artwork. Uh, really dig it. I, I got to see this artwork for the first time last week. I think, um, Todd kind of, uh, showed it to me a little early there. And, uh, I, yeah, I think this is a great character and I, I'm really looking forward to, to learning more about her. Uh, the, uh, of course the teaser, uh, that Tom has written for us, uh, is diva brings shocks and thrills to the GWF and origins 2138, but what kind of shocks and thrills who is diva and why is she the most controversial newcomer in recent GWF history? All the answers and much more are coming in the latest champions of the galaxy expansion origins 2138, which is due for exclusive release this Friday at Galacticon 2022. So, uh, Todd, I know you know a little bit more than most people, but what are your thoughts on D.Va? 
Well, I, I like I like the artwork, um, and um, you know, definitely an interesting personality that you'll you'll come to find. Uh, exactly, uh, th- I think there'll be a lot of things that people will be very surprised about uh, her card and kind of her place overall in uh, the GWF. Um, and I will mention, you know, there's that there's that special bonus item that's included with this set. I don't think we haven't talked about that much. Uh, and Diva is related to that bonus item. I will give that little uh, little te- little extra teaser there. Uh, it's worth noting real quick. I just want to go back and say this. I, I I wanted to make sure I was doing my homework because I've been saying Diva because when I first saw the the artwork and, and the name and everything, I just thought like you know oh it, you know maybe it is a play on, on the old word you know for for women wrestlers in, in WWE. But the truth of the matter is the way that it's spelled and with so much of the other influences coming out of sort of you know Eastern mythology and and, and religion that Tom has been using in this specific set, it's worth noting that the name may indeed be pronounced Deva um, because. Deva Deva in Buddhism is a type of celestial being or God who share the godlike characteristics of being more powerful, longer lived, and in general, much happier than humans, which would honestly kind of fit well with this artwork. Um, and uh, uh, in addition to that, I, one of the things that I wanted to say about the art is the first thing that I thought when I saw her is that she belongs in the Legion of Superheroes. Um, I just felt like she, was, she looks like, you know, a, a Legion member. Um but that being said, uh, although I, I'm just going to completely shoot you down here in the book, it actually mentions the, the pronunciation. So I know Mike's getting upset at me, but actually, <laughs> unlike Kraken and Kraken, the pronunciation is mentioned in there. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I was That's actually helpful. hoping Sam was going to throw it over to me and I was going to be the wet blanket. But I'm oh, you're going to be the wet blanket. I, I was you sorry. know, I, I, that's great, usually your job. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I, I was funny enough going to pivot to you next. So, <laughs> Todd just stole your thunder. Uh, but, That's uh, okay. but no, I, I'm interested. Mike, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, you've seen the booklet, so you could just spoil everything if you want. Oh, you want me to do that? Okay, let's yes, just please. do it right now. Ready? Tom's not listening. Go. Um, uh, no, he never <laughs> listens. Uh. <laughs> no, I, I, in all seriousness, I, I, I will say that I think it's not overselling it to say she's probably the most impactful female debut we've ever had. Nice. I think, Todd, do you agree with that? I, I think you, you... Yeah, I'd have to say towards the top. I think so. I, I, sure, I'm going to yeah. say that. I, I think... Um, you know, not to try and overhype any character Tom ever does, you know, but, but I think it might be the most impactful. If it's not, it's, it's in the top, you know, one or two, um, character, female characters he's ever done. So I think that, you know, she'll, you know, she's going to shake things up. I think that's the best way to put it. Nice, nice. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm looking forward to reading the booklet um, and and seeing uh, what her place is going to be and exactly how much of an impact she makes. Because if if I don't agree with you, um, I'm going to let you know, Mike. I'm going to tell you to your face yeah, I'm, that I'm, she doesn't. No. You know, what, I'll donate to the square <laughs> jar if I'm wrong. You, you know, when, when that happens. Uh, wait. Will you do it on my behalf? That way yes, I get a yes, couple uh, freebies. On your behalf, I will give you a freebie on that. Uh, awesome. <laughs> um, Chad, what are your thoughts on Deva? Diva? <laughs> Whatever her name is, I agree with your uh, um, statement about her looking like somebody from the Legion of Superheroes. I, I thought she was very superhero-ish. I think somebody mentioned Dazzler, and she looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. And it, it is kind of a big statement saying that she's the most impactful female that's you know ever made her way into the GWF. So it'll be interesting to see what her story is. Yeah. Yeah. I for want to be sure. clear. I said debut. I didn't say, you know, I mean, obviously. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, no, but that's, years, that's years. what I meant. No, no, hold on. No, no, I just want to be clear. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't want to upset all the Amazonia fans out there. You know, like anyone who said that these people have occurred. I'm saying something about a rookie. I'm just saying the most impactful debut. That, yep, yep. We, you know, we got the, the legions of thrash fans and, and all those <laughs> folks too. So we don't want to upset anybody. I mean, if you listen to our uh, our tournament episode, there are a few of us that are big Miss Liberty fans. Miss Liberty, too, so. right? Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I, I did listen to that. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, you also have your your folks who love Rhea. Yeah. I I mean, I guess. I'm, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people. Uh, no, you, well, I mean, even th- thinking about last year uh, um, with uh, Storm and Bulldoze, I mean, you had two, uh, you know, pretty pretty impactful uh, female debuts. So uh, it'll be really cool to see uh, see what Diva brings to the table um, and how you know she factors into the overall story that Tom has has been kind of weaving for these past few years in particular. Um, so that's it for the teasers. Uh, as far as the indies and, or excuse me, Champions of the Galaxy and uh, Legends set goes, we haven't really done any indies teasers uh, this time around. Of course, we did announce the James Jeffries card for uh, the IPW set. I know over on Uncharted Territory, there have been a couple of names that have slipped out here and there for uh, for our more avid listeners. Uh, but one of the things that we wanted to do tonight uh, was announce the whole set. Just announce everybody right here live. We've got a group of people in the room with us right now. Um, you can't hear them, but uh, uh, James Miller, Matt Dickendesher, Barry Walsh, uh, Jim Steele, Joe Mikos, Pete Fusco, Lee Longpre, Mike Taggart, Doug Fletcher, Zeke Gould, Wayne Anderson, John Riffenberg, Dustin Neal, all joining us um, to to chat uh, about this uh, and 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 find out the names for the Impact Pro Wrestling set, which, of course, will drop this weekend as well. So I'm just going to hand the reins right over to Chad because he's got a special guest to help him with these announcements. Uh, So, Chad, take us away. I'd like to introduce, and I I saw him peek his head in there for a minute, but hopefully he'll come back out, um, from the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, weighing in at 250 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Justin Decent. Woo-hoo. Yes, that's right. I heard you talking about impactful things, and uh, there's nothing more impactful than myself, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're glad to have you on, Mr. Decent. And what we'd like to do tonight, I think Todd's going to just pull up the different artwork of all the IW, IPW superstars, and we're going to go through them, and you're going to just kind of give us some, some comments about each one of these uh, folks, either friend or foe. <laughs> have your mute button ready. <laughs> oh boy, we gotta get the swear jar going for this one. All right, here we go. I think Mike's covering this one. I don't think right. the swear jar applies to guests, right? No, like yeah, guests, right. guests can get away with a little bit more. No, no those That's all good. go directly built to Chad. I need a second mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just bill it to Chad. Don't worry about it. We're good. Yeah. yeah. All right, we ready for our first name here? Please. Nice. So this, of course, is AJ Smooth, one of our uh, really veteran superstars. Justin, you want to tell us about AJ? AJ is a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, He's been doing this forever. Um, (laughs) Great technician. uh, One of the top performers. There's he's easily in my top five favorite guys. I love to get in the ring with. Um, Never fails to entertain. Fantastic, fantastic wrestler. 
Yeah, I, I agree. AJ's had some fantastic matches in um, Impact Pro Wrestling and, you know, across the Midwest. And, you know, with during the pandemic, um, former WWE star, ROH star Mike Bennett um, was filming a documentary and he actually he contacted us and say, Hey, I'm going to be going through Iowa and I'd like to wrestle a match. And, you know, would be one of your guys I can, you know, wrestle with after I do a little seminar and Mike had great comments for all, all the wrestlers. And then he went out and wrestled this amazing match with AJ smooth. And um, it was, it was, it was awesome. I checked that out. It's Mike Bennett has his documentary on YouTube and there's actually clips of that match. And you might even see me. I don't know why, but they let me be on there. <laughs> Uh, the artwork's phenomenal. I love this. I, you know, I think it's just a, it's obviously a great piece of reference art that, uh, that Warner was, uh, taking it from, but, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. With, with the jacket, he reminds me of like Craven the Hunter, you know, like I, I'm expecting yeah. to, to plant a trap for somebody. <laughs> well, I know for a fact that's, that's kind of his milieu. He, he is a Craven fan, you know, and it really kind of embodies the lion of red deer that is AJ smooth. I really love this artwork. It's fantastic. Excellent. Yeah, he's a big comic book fan. He's had Green Lantern tights in the past. I'm trying to think what other. You have some Aquaman ones once or something. <laughs> I, I remember some. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, and and in the past, you know, uh, AJ and Justin were in a a group together with Big Picture called Big Picture, uh, and then eventually Aaron von Baron. We were right. crazy, yep. sexy, cruel. Yep. Nice. All right. And I would say he was probably the sexy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to our next uh, picture here. Yeah. Nice. All right, so Excellent. next we, we have the Queen Bee, Brooke Valentine. Justin, tell us about Brooke. Uh, Brooke is one of the toughest ladies you will ever get in the wrestling ring with. She's strong. She's talented. Uh fully capable of tossing me left and right Um, (laughs) has has done a fantastic job of traveling absolutely everywhere, wrestling a lot of big name talents across the Indies. Uh, She's really growing and coming into her own phenomenal. Yeah. We're, we're all super proud of Brooke because, you know, she, she trained with us probably what, six years ago or so. And since then, you know, after, um, you know, battling and winning the IPW women's title. She's like Justin said, she's just traveled all the place. She's been on a lot of the WrestleMania indie shows that, that go on that weekend. And she has teamed and I think feuded a bit with Willow Nightingale. Um, and, and she's, she's just an awesome competitor, super athletic. All right. Should we move to our next name? Whoa. There you go. That's my boy right there. That is my tag team partner, one half of the heavyweight, or one half of the tag team champions, Death Dealer, tough son of a bitch, a little creepy, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say. I'm more of a drink beer, get into a bar fight. He's very, uh, I'm afraid he's going to purge a city at any given moment. (laughs) Yep. Yep. He, he hails from a state of emergency and comes out to a siren blaring and he's even accosted me in the ring before. And I'm, I'm terrified of him. So I just stay in the corner and and try to stay away from him. But as uh, Justin said, they recently won the tag team titles back in April or May. 
um, and uh, have been fighting champions ever since. So, um, yeah, he's 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 a great character, very popular with the fans, despite him scaring the heck out of your favorite ring announcer. <laughs> All right, I think we've seen this guy before. Yep. Mr. IPW, essentially. I mean, that the, the man is, he, he embodies what I want wrestling to be. Um, his, his charisma, his in-ring ability, um, while also being one of the most giving individuals in professional wrestling to his fans, to his, to his friends, to the people he trains. Um, there are very few people on the planet Earth I respect more than James Jeffries. Uh, also easily the number one opponent in my life. We've had more <laughs> matches against each other than anybody else. And nobody has brought the best out of me like that guy right there. And again, the artwork is phenomenal. Yeah, that definitely is spot on. And, and I think it just everything that I've heard. And, and unfortunately I haven't been able to see a lot, uh, but what I have seen, yeah, definitely just, it, it translates so well to the to the art, uh, who he is. Yeah, and even though uh, Justin was on the losing end of this match, I would suggest, and I think Justin would too, go out and check out on YouTube. There is the the match, the steel cage match uh, for the IPW title from a Hall of Fame show in 2016. Justin, do you remember? 2017? Yep, 2016. Yeah, where where James battled Justin Decent, you know, and um, it was a it was a fantastic match. I think Justin would agree with that, even though he did lose the title. You know I'm sorry, not the poor Regardless of, of, the, of how that ended, yeah, I mean, that was a fantastic match. You know, I keep throwing out top fives, but I mean, easily top five match I've ever had. And I, I will never, ever forget that match, regardless of the, the, the way it ended. Yeah, I've seen it. For you know, for any listeners that haven't haven't checked that out, I definitely recommend it. I, I watched it a few weeks ago, and uh, it's it is it's fantastic, and uh, it's it's a wonderful wonderful story. Wonderful story. All right, Todd. Why don't we go to the next one? Oh, here we go. Oh, this guy <laughs> is nothing but trouble, and I am melting people's screens right now with all that. <laughs> <laughs> what a great I, piece of art! I love that. Can we replace me with this and just day to day? I what? like how you removed most of the gray. That's fantastic. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna brag for Justin. Justin is uh, a fantastic one two punch with James in terms of training our new talent who comes through the IPW Wrestling School, the Vault. Um, James works with them for you know, an extended period of time uh, on Saturdays. And then Justin will kind of uh, finish them off and, and work with them on Sundays when we have our open gym and he continues to work with all of the guys. And, and, you know, we have a group chat on Facebook and usually by about Thursday, people are buzzing saying is open. It, do we have open gym this weekend? Do we have open gym this week? You know, and um, everybody wants to get in there and work with Justin and he does a fantastic job of, you know, just helping them put it all together. And on top of that, he's an amazing competitor. Um, I, you know, I think back to so many great matches I've seen with Justin involved and he instantly comes out and whether it's as a, 
as a good guy or a bad guy, he connects with the crowd right away, and they definitely know he's in the building. Um, or, or if it's an outdoor show, they know he's in town. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have a voice that carries. I'll give you that one. <laughs> yep. So Man, I, I love pro wrestling. I love what I do, and I love sharing that love with everybody else. You know, this is a fantastic sport. It defines my life, and I just want to share it with everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, one of the things that I love about this piece of art and, and I mean, it comes through on my screen right now too, just seeing you, but it's like, I want to see that guy. You know what I mean? Like I see that art and I'm just sort of like, I want to see that guy, uh, and and, you know, what he's about and, and and what he can do. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic piece of art and and I'm looking forward to being able to recreate some of those matches, you know, with, with James Jeffries and, you know, put you two in the cage and see what happens on the game table, uh, which is going to be a cool thing about this set, you know, having, uh, having this this whole you know promotion represented uh in the set uh well not the whole promotion obviously but but some big names so uh this is yeah this is probably my favorite art so far <laughs> all right i'm not just saying that because you're here <laughs> I mean, i'm trying really hard not to say it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe we can see some there it's a... <laughs> right <laughs> Maybe we can see this on a Justin D t-shirt down the road or something. That's what I'd like to see. Uh, Absolutely. I love the fact that, you know, a little behind the scenes that that right hand, that is actually a meat tenderizer that is in my kitchen. That is brass knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) I do utilize that. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, Todd, what do we move on to the next question? All right, here we go. Oof, again, another top five. The Beast, Malice. The man is, he's a big man that is deceptively quick, hits really hard, but is absolutely fun and engaging with the audience. He brings that old school ECW feel, but with a panache that the kids really love. Yeah, every time he goes out of the ring... I fear for his life and his opponents, but mostly his, because there's nothing he will not do, whether it's dropping a cactus elbow, whether it's it's doing kind of a steamroller plancha uh, to the floor, whether it's taking an unfortunately hideous shot into the ring post. Um, there's many times backstage where he asks Troy and I, hey, can I do this? And we're like, no. <laughs> and uh, I, I fear that uh, I, I just fear for everyone's lives when he hits the ring and it's, <laughs> he comes out to the, um, Oh, what's, what's the band, Justin? Um, shoot. Uh, oh, I've sh- collected concussions. Like people are going to collect these cards. I can't <laughs> yeah. answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> it's on, it's on my iPhone. He comes up to the heavy metal version of mama said, knock you out. And it's one of my oh, favorite. Oh my gosh. Just because I love love that song, and I mean, you know, Justin comes out to Pantera's "Walk," so they both speak to me with their their entrance music. But um, I can tell you what, I have not been hit harder by anybody else in wrestling than that man, and I don't think there's anybody I've hit harder than that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know, I just love the fact that you know you fear for everyone's lives when he hits the ring, and yet he's great with kids. 
Oh, he yes. is. <laughs> oh, he's wonderful. <laughs> Although I remember last, I think it was, ah, gosh, when was it? Maybe our WrestleMania party or something. Um, you know, we're all there. And, um, you know, Justin, you know, has his beautiful young daughter, Rhea, there. And his wife is holding Rhea. And she's looking at everybody and, and kind of smiling. And then she sees Malice. You know, and, and Ray at the time is maybe six months old, and she just gets this concerned look on her face, like, "Who is that goofball?" <laughs> it was just so fitting. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. she she does give him a weird look every time. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Not sure about uh, you. Yeah. All right, All right we'll next up. Next name here. Here we go. Eddie Star. Maddie Starr, that guy has been doing it about as long as anybody you're going to find in the independence from Iowa and from first match till now, the fact that this man is not on TV blows my mind. He is phenomenal. He can go out there and do it with absolutely anybody on the planet earth. And it's not whether or not, he can work at that level. It's whether or not they can keep up with him. And I don't care who they are or what company they work for. I, I stand by that statement. Maddie Starr is one of the greatest professional wrestlers I have ever seen. I, I agree with you 100%. And I guess to kind of show the, the viewing audience and the listening audience how we believe in him. Um, in 2019, we had the opportunity to bring Ultimo Dragon to the hall of fame show and have him compete and Troy and I put our heads together and it did not take more than a few minutes to, for us to decide that the person best suited to, to wrestle that style with Ultimate dragon was Maddie star. And it did not disappoint. It was a fantastic match and I'm pretty sure it's available out there on YouTube. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Yes. The inaugural IPW women's champion, Frankie J. Uh, again, an amazing competitor, uh, really has kind of defined what women's wrestling is in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the longest time was women's wrestling because there was not much else. Right. Um, so she is. I mean, she was working guys in matches before it was really popular to be doing. Um, yep. An amazing woman, uh, recently a mother. So <laughs> also phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. And she'll be kind of having her uh, comeback match at the Hall of Fame show. And um, I mean, you talk about people who can get heel heat. She does it just as good if not better, I mean, she's one of the top heels in the promotion. Yes. Absolutely. One of the top heels. Um, you know, one of my they, favorite heel moments was watching her waffle one James Jeffries with my heavyweight title belt. at the <laughs> <of> the <morning. laughs> Yep. That's fantastic. After escorting him to the ring. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. She turned on him and, I, you know, it was an uncomfortable situation for fans, but uh, it's cold, <laughs> cold. She's she's fantastic, and uh, um, she's had some fantastic matches with Brooke Valentine, and you know, 
people be able to kind of recreate those now in the game. That's excellent. I'm looking forward to that. All right. So, yeah. Half of the legend killers with Maddie Starr, an incredible tag team and a great wrestler, you know, in his own right. One of my favorite oddballs. I mean, if you ever really <laughs> talk to this guy, he is a strange guy, which is why we get along so well. <laughs> um, another guy I've had some phenomenal matches with uh, and, and a guy who's willing to murder himself for the entertainment of others. The, the ideas he's had over the years of things he wants to do and the things he's willing to do with his body are frightening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, he's a, he's a great competitor. Um, and you know, someone I've just had the pleasure of getting no better over the years. You know, first, you know, he's kind of quiet and stuff, but it's like, man, like Justin said, he's got some crazy ideas. You know, I think back to James Jeffrey's uh bachelor party. And <laughs> that, that, that was a wild time with Justin and Sparrow. <laughs> but but he, he's a fantastic, he's a fantastic competitor. And, you know, when I watch him and Maddie team up as the legend killers, um, it really channels to me like a, a modern day midnight express type team with just lots of, no. lots of fantastic double team moves and stuff. And we've captured some of those on, on their cards. Fantastic. Yeah. I love the artwork here too. It's very like evocative of just like his attitude, you know, just coming through, uh, with that facial expression and even just the pose. So, uh, yeah, another, another great piece in this set. And I'm going to give an extra shout out just be, because, uh, most people don't know this, but 90% of the gear that oh, yeah. is worn in impact pro wrestling is made by Sparrow's mom, who is beyond talented wow. and has created some yeah. amazing attire for all of us and never fails to deliver on her, her version of artistry that she, she allows us to wear to the ring. That's so yeah. cool. I, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, Justin, because yeah, everybody, you know, I see new gear and yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and Anastasia made it. Yeah, she's she's a modern day uh, Olivia Walker for those of you who know the old reference of of that. But yeah, she makes fantastic gear. That's super cool. <laughs> I love that image. That really Thank kind you. of sums him up. <laughs> you know, we had some debate about it. We use that picture or a different one. And Todd's like, don't you want people to see his face? I'm like, ah, but that's so big picture. That's a guy who's kind of up there with a James Jeffries as far as number of matches I've had with um, it, a lot of tag team matches, some very impactful uh singles matches but we've we've squared up a lot in tag matches uh as we're both coming up in this industry and he he is entertaining he he really is somebody who embodies exactly the personality you think he's going to bring to the table i mean you see big picture you get big picture Mm -hmm. um longest running ipw heavyweight champion yes Yes, and his matches with Golden Boy Bryce Jordan at the last two Hall of Fame shows are are just amazing. Um, the the twenty nineteen one, um, 
you know, he defeated Bryce Jordan in front of his hometown crowd, uh, Bryce Jordan being from Waterloo, to retain the title. And then last year, in a rematch that built up over two years, thanks to the pandemic, um, they they squared off and, and Bryce won the heavyweight title. And it was an amazing match. And just very, really, really gets wrestling psychology, you know, and sometimes we'll talk behind the scenes and, you know, he, he just... He, he gets it. And the way he's able to portray that to fans is amazing, you know? And I think the first IPW show I ever went to, actually the, the tag team main event for the championship was Big Picture and James just challenging you and Ugly for the titles. Did you guys wrestle in Waterloo at one of the Hall of Fame shows the year we were upstairs with Hapsaw and Jim Duggan? Uh. Yes, we have wrestled at Waterloo for the tag team titles, but it wasn't with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That was uh, Team Canada and me, Ugly, and Hacksaw. But uh, I I believe it was the following year. It was me and Ugly and James and Big Picture. Okay. Um, And I tell you what, you're, you're right. His matches are amazing. He is probably one of my favorite guys not just to, to wrestle, but if I'm going to watch as a fan, mm-hmm. I want to see big picture. Yeah, definitely. I agree hundred percent. That's always high praise. You know, when you can say that about one of your peers, I, I think it, it, it sticks, you know, it sticks with me anyways, as something like that's, that's a hell of a, a seal of approval. Um, yeah. And this is great, great art. Although I do have to ask, will it prove the curse true that when we put a belt on a wrestler's card, they then lose the title shortly thereafter. He already lost the title. So he oh, lost okay. the title. He's not All champion right. anymore. And Todd goes, do you want me to have the belt? Cause he's not champion. I'm like, yeah, but it's such a fantastic picture. So, you know, that way you get a good close up of what the title looks like. Very true. Right now it's right now it's on James Jeffries. We'll, we'll see what happens uh, at the hall of fame show. Yeah. He'll be fighting AJ smooth. All right. All right, I think this is the uh, last piece in the set. Ooh. Now, this is somebody Justin knows very well. Very well. He and I probably have the longest run as IPW tag team champions. Uh, I feel like I don't know what the actual time was. It felt like it was four or five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it very may, may, may very well have been close to that. Um, it was kind of funny. I, I love ugly. Um, we were first tag our, our first match together. We didn't really know each other and something just clicked and it clicked for years and it came natural and organic and our sense of humor is just kind of matched in our wrestling styles, the differences and the, the similarities just meshed so well that I mean, I, I don't mean to disparage any of my other tag team partners, but I would say the two of us clicked better than I've ever clicked with any other person in the ring. Yeah, I would agree as as a, as a fan and an observer. Like Justin has held the tag belts with with Ethan Everhart, Death Dealer, Aaron Von Baron, Big Picture. Um, nope. No, not with Picture. You were just in no. the same team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you guys teamed, and then, but, I mean, when I think of you and a tag, I mean, Justin, Decent, and Ugly go together like peanut butter and jelly. I mean, they are just, 
they're just the team that I think of in IPW. And, and it is because I think you had such a long run together. And I think some of the really unique double team moves that you guys came up with. My favorite is where you pick him up in an airplane and spin like Terry Funk would with the ladder and you airplane <laughs> spin your own partner and use him to batter the opponents. And, you know, they keep getting knocked down and getting in feed and pop back up is, is just a super fun spot. And you could do a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, sometimes in the matches, it seems like you're brawling with each other a bit, you know, you'll kind of, <laughs> you'll kind of run that angle and then, you know, make up during the match and, and come back and get the win. So it's just a lot of fun. And I also have to give a shout out to Ugly because he was a longtime trainer um, in, in the vault before James and Justin kind of uh, took that upon themselves and uh, turned out a lot of great guys um, who, you know, are, are com- still competing for us and are, you know, competing around the Midwest. Um, so a fabulous, another really giving guy who, who gave back a lot to the school and to our, our younger wrestlers and his feud slash tag team partnership with malice was a lot of fun to watch too. He, they, they feuded over the extreme title, but then they became kind of an odd couple tag team. But again, they would brawl during their matches too with each other, even when they were teaming up against each other. So that was a, a lot of fun to watch. They had a, a three match series in Des Moines, which one of them was a false count anywhere. Um, or built up to a false count anywhere in the match before that, they brawled out of the building. And it was an amazing sight because it just so happens this huge lightning storm was going on in the background. So there's no rain, but you're seeing lightning flashing all around them. And the fans are just pouring out of the building, following them. You know, they were just going to brawl outside the one door and then kind of sneak back in. And they literally had to go around the entire building and come back in through a side door because the fans were just following them out there. And, and I'll never forget the scene of all this lightning flashing with them brawling everywhere. It was very, very cool. Yeah. That I would say for me awesome. personally, uh, w- when it comes to ugly, I, th- I think the best way I can sum up how I feel is if I were to find out tomorrow, like, Hey, you're, you're done. You get one more match. Then you have to hang them up for the rest of your life. I want to tag with ugly again, one more time. That's how that portion of my career really kind of defined who I became. If I'm going out, I want to go out one more time with my buddy. Uh, That, that would be very, very fitting (laughs) for you because yeah, I I just think, like I said, all the tag team success you've had, I think these two. You aren't getting rid of me that easy. I got (laughs) to say, that's very cool. I I, I love the ugly stick uh, there. How how does that get incorporated uh, into matches? uh? Well, he doesn't always bring it in, but, you know, it's definitely something that could make its way in the matches. you know, if there was a disqualification or something, he might clear the ring with it. But he, I mean, he has the perfect though uh, idea for the gimmick stand because he takes rulers and just writes ugly stick on them with a sharpie and sells them to fans. I mean, it's amazing. Beautiful, beautiful, love it. I used one of those once. I remember the match you <laughs> thought about with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So it's uh-huh. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, ugly, just indecent. We go out to the ring. Hacksaw's got his two by four. Ugly's got the ugly stick. I look around befuddled and I pull out one of his tiny little paint stirring ugly sticks. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm part of the group. Three Musketeers. 
Well, this is awesome. I, I think that this just looks incredible. Uh, I can't wait to, to have this set in, in hand. Um, and are, are we going to be getting a booklet to accompany this with, you know, with, with bios and descriptions? It, it is literally hot off the press and, and just left my email about uh, an hour ago. Fantastic. So uh, uh, Pike Mojo's putting that together right now as we speak. Well, this is awesome. I, uh, like I said, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it and uh, I have ideas about, you know, what I want to do with it. Cause I feel like one of the things that it just lends itself to so well for promoters is, uh, you know, it's basically just starting up a new indie fed and, and using, you know, using these cards as, as kind of your core guys and maybe bringing in, you know, some of the other cards that we have, but, um, I don't necessarily want to just like bring them into my indies fed. You know what I mean? Like I want to mm-hmm. run, I want to run an IPW fed and, and have this as like the, you know, the core set of guys and, and, and gals, and then just bring other people in, uh, as needed, you know, to fill things out if, if, if I need to, but, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure that you've done a wonderful job on the stats, um, mainly because I've, I've seen them, but, uh, but, but even if I hadn't, uh, I'd still be sure. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to, to getting them, getting them in hand. Um, uh, and Justin, thank you so much for joining us. I didn't really get to say hi or, you know, do the introduction. I wanted to hand that over to Chad, but, uh, it's been awesome to have you along and, and have your input and your thoughts on, uh, the art and of course all the personalities that you've worked so closely with over the years. I'm, I'm excited. I, this is fun. I, I look forward to playing the game. I, I've always liked, I I like card games. I like playing card games. So the idea that I get to play with myself is something I've really been looking forward to. <laughs> I, I think you always look forward to that. But <laughs> uh, well, I, I thank you again, yeah, for for, for joining us. Uh, feel free to hang out if you want to. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about the, the Hall of Fame. Uh, but if you've got if you've got to head out, I completely understand. Um, but before before you do, uh, Chad, I just want to throw it back to you real quick. Uh, you know, anything else that you want to say about the IPW set? Any of the work that's gone into it, you know, uh, uh, maybe looking forward to a round two down the road, uh, adding in some more talent. Um, oh, you know. yeah. I mean, Troy and I have plans. We would love to do a second set next year with some of our, our younger talent, guys like Ethan Everhart and Gable Galileo and, and Golden God Bryce Jordan and, you know, Max Chill, Jimmy Wild. Cole. I mean, we have so many great guys that, you know, ugly and then james and justin trained especially over the pandemic where there was nothing to do but hey come come train in wrestling you know um and we've and and jackson king and zk 40s i mean you know it was hard you know justin normally we have sets that are maybe eight or ten or twelve cards and the guys on this roster for this first set you know troy and i talked to like these are the 11 guys we have to have so even though it was an oddball number, you know, Mike and Todd allowed us to do that. Um, but it's like, yeah, you know, I think all these guys, and then, you know, maybe if we do a third set, it would be like some of the legends like TS aggressor and Johnny fitness and beautiful Brent Fillmore and gauge octane and all those guys who contributed so much to the early years of impact pro wrestling. And, and that would be just a lot of fun. So hopefully the fans are listening the the folks in attendance, you know, buy the sets. <laughs> if you buy them, we will keep making them and it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. And we do and have some, buy extras of the Justin decent card. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. And, and Justin I was just going to say, you know, buy, buy additional sets, you know, and, and yeah, buy, actually, buy one and for your extra. friends. 
I had an extra thousand printed just because we expected the demand. <laughs> 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 I'm wallpaper in the house. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You can decorate the nursery for nursery for Rhea that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does have a just indecent wrestling buddy. Oh yes, nice. Yeah, it's a yep, yep. That is fantastic. Uh, you know, Mike, uh, anything that you want to say uh, uh, about the production of this set and, you know, and the, maybe the hopes for the future, as Chad was talking about? Well, I mean, first off, I- I'm just glad we had Justin on tonight because that was just really cool to have one of the guys on who, you know, we did cards for because it's always nice to see the reaction. Um, and and it, it, you did have some really great artwork. I will, I will concede. Uh, but no, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, especially if you, if, for those of you who have never been to an IPW show, these guys take a lot of pride in the business and in what they do. I've, I've had last year was the first time I got to see them live and it's, it's, they put on a great show. They engage the fans, but heels and faces both. They, they, they really believe in the psychology of it. And to me, it's, it's just great that we have them as part of the game because, you know, it, it's, you know, the indies is what made wrestling, right? All wrestling was indies at one point. And then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I don't want to take anything away from, you know, the business as it is now at the, at the highest levels, because it's great in many ways, but there's also something neat about going back to roots and guys who are just out there doing it because they love it. Not because they're getting seven figure paycheck. I mean, I, other than Justin, I know Justin's getting a seven figure paycheck, but everybody else is <laughs> trying to scrape by. Well, don't and, say it out loud. I don't need my yeah. wife to know. Well, sorry. I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to let the cat out of the bag, but, but you know, it's, it's great to see that, um, that passion, that love for the business live and the interaction with the fans and everything they do in the show they put on. It's great, and I'm just glad we were able to do something with them. And and you know, Chad, you know, Chad's not kidding about three. He had minimum of three sets he wanted to do. Is is were his words to me. So I'll uh, um, hopefully we could. I'd I'd love to do ten of them if we can. If we if they keep selling, we'll keep doing them. All right. Nice. Only Chad wanted to schedule them one a month, right? Like he wanted to just drop one every single, you know. I told him we need to be, just give Warner's hand a little time to cover. Yeah. Warner gets no rest between, between us and, and then the promoters paid him for commissions. It's, you know, he's, he's just drawing 24 seven. Um, Todd, anything else that you want to add about uh, impact pro wrestling set? Oh well, he said, I'm, I'm, I have not seen them in person. Very excited to see the see uh, Impact Pro in a uh, week and a half uh, at the Hall of Fame. So that should be awesome. I know we originally were looking at maybe doing a small release last summer, and it didn't quite happen. But I'm kind of glad we waited because we had a little more time, and we were able to kind of really flush out exactly what we wanted. Got a lot more guys in than we had originally planned in this first release, and I think overall. It's just an awesome, you know, mix of guys. You got some great tag teams in there. Uh, you know, the two women. Uh, uh, you know, just a whole mix of different styles with the brawlers and you know, and and, and James and and big picture in there with the title. I mean, there's just lots of different uh, avenues you can kind of take with all the different characters here. And and I think there might even be some other uh, different rules that are kind of edited in around. Uh, I think there might be a hometown. Uh, rule, I think also that's going to be added into the, into the handbook there. So um, yeah, I think overall it should be a really, really fun set. And, and 
you know, you can obviously you can uh, pre-order it now or, you know, get it directly from IPW uh, at the uh, TNT Hall of Fame uh, yep. and, and afterwards from there. So. Yep. Nice. And, um, you know, there's been so many guys who have been on our shows who, you know, have maybe then become national names or still, you know, Colt Cabana, he's making his umpteenth appearance at the Hall of Fame show. Um, Adam Pierce. Uh, Seth Rollins had some of his very first matches um, when he started wrestling in IPW and, and had a great match a few years ago with AJ Smooth. Um, Austin Aries. Um, I mean, just lots of guys. Who am I missing, Justin? You know. Um, uh, are you still there? Yep. Yep. We can't I see. I don't know what I did. I'm technologically challenged. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Oh, I mean, I, I think it, it'd be hard to nail down a, even a small list of names. It's been, right. I think if you're a wrestling fan, you need to check out the hall of fame show. Um, because it caters to every level of wrestling that you've ever loved. If you like old school wrestling, old school guys are going to be there. The guys who built this business. If you like the current product, you're going to get that because the top names in the business are going to show up. If you like local indies, baby, I'm going to be there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it's, it's an indie WrestleMania. It's right. It's easily one of my favorite days of the year. Yeah. It, yeah. It's definitely our, our, we build all year to this show. It's our WrestleMania, like Justin said, and, and I can't wait for it because it's it's always a blast. It's an exhausting weekend, but it's a lot of fun. Well, I, I will say I said this uh, a year ago because uh, I was hoping to attend uh, the Hall of Fame last year and, of course, the Hall of Fame show, um, but uh, had some things get in the way and I wasn't able to make it. Uh, of course, I will be there uh, this year. And I, I've told Chad even very recently that one of the things that I think I'm looking forward to the most, even though there's a lot of other really cool stuff, uh, is just seeing a live wrestling show because I haven't been to one in over two years. Um, and, 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 and even if I had, I think it would still be the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Um, just because I, am I, I, I'm, I, I'm just very, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't even have the, the words to, you know, to properly articulate it, but I, I, I'm so enthusiastic about, uh, the, the work that you guys do hearing about it, you know, having had talks with Chad and just, you know, kind of he hearing about the stories of, of IPW and, and the history of the promotion and then being able to search out some matches and, and that sort of stuff. And it's, it's no, um, hyperbole to say that, that IPW is just a hidden gem amongst all of the indie promotions throughout the country. And the fact that, you you know, you guys do what you do with this homegrown talent and, and in this specific location. And it just feels, um, it feels like there's something special about that because so many of the, the independent promotions throughout the country, and I'm not faulting any of them for it, you know, are always, you know, just bringing in a lot of talent from, you know, mm -hmm. from, from here, from there and that sort of stuff. And, and not that you guys don't do that, but to, to be able to build a promotion around kind of homegrown talent, the way that you've done, I think is fantastic. I love it. And I can't wait to see what it's all about first hand uh when i'm there in, in waterloo i think um the the fact that we do have homegrown talent is, is kind of what is the key to what makes us a little different and a little special in that it started at the top 
uh, with TS Aggressor, uh, who trained the guys who are training now. And, and we were instilled in, in one important fact that I think has never been lost on any of us. And that's what makes it special. And that's that I'm not out there for the guys in the back. I'm not out there for the camera crews. I'm not out there for the promoter. We do what we do for the fans without them. We're a bunch of weird dudes in tights doing some bizarre <laughs> shit. So <laughs> without the fans, there is no wrestling. I mean, we all saw how cringy it was watching empty arenas during COVID. Mm-hmm. The fans make pro wrestling. And I think the knowledge of that fact and the fact that we embrace it is what makes us a little special. I love that. I love that. Um, well, I, I'm certainly looking forward to it. And, and there's again, there's so many other things surrounding Hall of Fame weekend. Uh, and I think that this is a perfect time to talk about that. Um, you know, Chad, uh, give us give us the rundown, man. Like, what can we expect uh, for those of us that are, are, are making the pilgrimage to Waterloo, yeah. Iowa, the town of my birth? For anyone that hasn't been paying attention the last 75,000 times I've said that. Um. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll start things off Thursday afternoon about 5 o'clock at the, at the museum, at the Dan Gable Museum. Um, and we have a uh, just kind of a social with uh, pizza and, and beverages and stuff. And Dan Gable, um, you know, Olympic uh, wrestling legend, greatest wrestling coach of all time will be there. Uh, the director of the museum is Jim Miller, who you would probably compare him to be the Dan Gable of division three wrestling. He, he uh, coached Wartburg um, to multiple national titles at the division three level. And so he, he runs the museum uh, folks like Jerry Briscoe will be there. Thunderbolt Patterson will be there. Um, trying to think who's getting there Thursday night. Uh, I think Colt Cabana should be there Thursday night. And it's just a really cool time. And Justin can attest to it. And Mike was there and Barry was there for the first time last year. Um, It's, it's so accessible. You're just going to be surrounded by wrestling legends. It's not like going to a convention where you stand in line for a table to interact with somebody for 30 seconds to a minute. You're just walking around and you're going to sit down and have dinner with Jerry Briscoe or Thunderbolt Patterson or, or all these guys. And it, it's super cool. And yeah, it's, it's extremely surreal when you go up yeah. to the, I'm going to go up to the bar. I'm going to grab a beer. Oh, Hey, JJ Dillon. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, and you know, Jim Ross will be there this year and, you know, and he's, he hasn't been there for a few years, but we're glad to have him back. You know, one time we were me and Corey and Tim were standing at the bar in the, in the hotel and, jr comes in he's like hey boys how you doing you know he he doesn't remember our names but that's okay he remembered us you know i mean it's just just super fun so then after that's all over we'll move down to the uh the best western plus and i i do have to say for the most part if you're staying at the best western plus um or the econo lodge like you know like like mark taggart does because he likes a little danger in his life um <laughs> You you park your car and you never have to move it. It's three blocks from the hotel to the museum and the Waterloo Convention Center where the wrestling show is, where the banquet is. It's right, it's right in the middle. And now this year they have those crazy ass scooters that cities have, and you can zip down. <laughs> so I don't I'm not gonna do it because I fear for my life. But um you can use those scooters to get around. 
Max Chill wrecked on one of those right in front of Cowboy Bob Orton. That was a highlight from last year. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, it, it's just a great time. We move down to the the Best Western Plus and, and the bar area down there, and we do trivia, wrestling trivia. And um, our, our great friend Jake Feldman, who runs the DJ company who does that, has been doing that for about four or five years. And it's just a super fun activity on Thursday night. And, again, you're sitting there on teams. You know, you might be on a team with, like, Jerry Briscoe or Brian Blair and – I'm, I was next to them last year, and Jerry said, oh, it's this, it's this. I'm like, that's not right at all. But I'm not going to argue with Jerry Briscoe, but, and it was not right, you know? And I, and I know a lot of our attendees who were there last year formed a team, and, um, yeah, every answer was John Cena, you know? It, it's just a blast. And, I mean, I don't do that. But I don't do, like, bar trivia, and it's fun. And I may not even be on a team, but I'm just walking around, and, I mean, we pack, like, 80 to 100 people in there. Oh. And it's it's just a blast on Thursday night. And, you know, the the one thing that Troy always reminds me of is that we're in a marathon, not a sprint. So we can't go crazy on Thursday night. And I finally <laughs> have learned that. Well, Justin, you can't. Oh, Justin's not learned. I just say I have. I'm not saying Some anybody else has. still won't learn it. Yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've told the story before about how I met Victoria on a Thursday night and didn't know I met Victoria until somebody told me on Friday. But, um... <laughs> You know, then Friday this year, we're kind of changing up a little bit. There's going to, for the wrestlers, there's going to be a um, uh, seminar with a whole bunch of the, the legends popping in and out all day um, over at the the Waterloo Convention Center. But what we're going to do down at the museum, we're going to have a, a podcaster collective where different podcast hosts, and we have probably at least half a dozen coming, are going to be at the museum and uh, just kind of having a roundtable discussion, talking about podcasting, talking about their shows and stuff. And then we're going to have a Legends Wrestling Tournament. So if Thunderbolt's down there, you can, if you choose Thunderbolt's card, you can have him in your corner giving you advice on the game. I mean, we'll have guys kind of popping in and out of there is available. And I think Todd's kind of set up some cool prizes for that. Or if not, we'll talk and we'll think of some fabulous prizes. Yeah, and then about some fabulous prizes still. Yeah. About, <laughs> about three o'clock. We'll move down from the, um, the Dan Gable museum back to the water convention center, whether it's by foot or scooter, whatever you choose. And Colt Cabana is going to have a live taping of his Art of Wrestling podcast. Um, and, and that'll be really fun. And we've done live podcast tapings over the years now, and those have really proven to be popular. Um, so that's like 3 to 4, 4.30. And then, you know, at 5.30, we start the Fan Fest in the Waterloo Convention Center before the show, and any of the legends will be out there signing autographs. I know Phil Singer Games will have a table if you want to pick up anything. Impact Pro Wrestling will be selling um, our – we have shot glasses and uh, hats and T-shirts and uh, drawstring bags. So that's a lot of fun, and, you know, you never know who's going to be there. Um we might have a couple other vendors there, um, you know, just just kind of the sometimes the general guys you see at these type of things selling, you know, 800 copies of Pro Wrestling Illustrated and some LGN guys or something. Um, and, you know, that'll lead up to the show. The show will start at 630. And then following the show, we move right across the street to Doey Joey's, which is a, a great pizza establishment. And we have a, 
kind of a buffet deal with them and it'll be a, a they basically close a restaurant and just and have it open just for us so there's you can have drinks there you can have whatever food you want um and that that's not included with the all access pass that's an extra 12 15 bucks but we'll start selling wristbands for those on thursday night so we have our after party there we used to go to a, a different place but that was about four blocks away we had to mess with shuttles doey joey's uh reopened actually last year and um, we're, we're glad to have them back. They're very generous with us. They sponsor the pizza on Thursday night, give us like 50 pizzas for free. Um, and they've been a huge supporter of the museum in the weekend for many, many years. Um, and, and just talking about food in general, like around there, because I do love to eat, you know, like I said, you can park, there's Doey Joey's, there's a fabulous Mexican restaurant, there's a uh, like a, a brick oven pizza place, there's a lot of little places to go eat and grab something to eat during the day there. So again, you don't ever have to leave if you don't want to. If you do want to, you know, you can cross the river and go downtown, there's some cafes and stuff down there, um, but you certainly don't have to. Uh, so then Saturday, we'll kick things off and we'll do an event at the museum. Um, last year, I gave a tour of the basement, went through some of the artifacts. Um, the, unfortunately, they have more artifacts than they have room upstairs. Um, but this year, we're going to try to, uh, yes, the, did you go to Newton's Cafe, Barry? Yep, that's a, that's a very good uh, very good diner with uh, giant pancakes from what I remember. So go to Newton's or there's another cafe called Moog's. Um, that I've never been to, but comes highly rated by some of the attendees. So is um, it next door, next door to Sentinels? I was just wondering about that. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, as I said that, I'm like, wasn't there a GWF guy going? Yeah. <laughs> or CPC or whoever. Um, you know, and you know, one thing I just thought of: Waterloo, Iowa, is where the NWA was formed. That's right. And the place where it was formed still stands. It's called the President's Hotel. It is only about four blocks across the river from where we're at. So if you wanted to, you could walk on over there and I can kind of give you directions if you want to go check it right now. It's a, um, it's a apartment building for elderly folks, but we went down there about, Oh gosh, six, eight years ago, Adam Pierce was with David Lagana and they kind of formed a little documentary about the place. And the, the gentleman who's like the head resident there showed us around. It was, it was pretty cool and stuff. So that is there. There's not, you know, unfortunately, there's not a plaque or anything about it being the birthplace of the NWA, but you can check that out if you want to. Um, but yeah, Saturday, there'll be more stuff down at the museum. There'll be um, a roundtable discussion. We're going to have that led by uh, Gordon Soley's son, Gernard. He's going to be talking about Florida wrestling. Um, then we'll do an autograph session. So, um, you know, anybody, you know, guys will have the eight by tens, all the stuff they had the night before at the fan fest. Um, but you'll have an opportunity to get cards signed and, you know, any of these times during the day, you can just, hey, may I have your autograph? And most of the time, they're going to just autograph for you right on the spot. If you want to go through the formal lines, you can do that. Because a lot of times the wrestlers do donate some of their autograph money back to the museum. So that's a fundraiser that way, too. But it's it's a really cool way to get all your stuff, you know, get your stuff signed. Um, and then we'll have the autograph signing if anybody's a lifetime member um you know like myself like i think barry is now and thank you for that barry um we'll have a special reception um after the autograph signing just usually in the bar of the best western plus and um that's just kind of an informal thing where jerry briscoe you know we have a, we have some beers and appetizers and jerry thanks us for supporting the museum and it, it's pretty cool because you get to hang out with jerry briscoe and um then after that we'll roll right into social hour and 
the the banquet and have the Hall of Fame inductions, and, and that'll be the weekend. And then usually after that, people kind of migrate back to the hotel because the, the banquet doesn't take too long. We just knock up about nine nine thirty, and uh, you know either hang out in the bar or go down and venture to some of the the bars on on uh, a block away from from Waterloo. There's a karaoke bar. We kind of have a succession. We go to one bar, and then we end the night at the karaoke bar. And if you do you stay for that, you get to hear the Impact Pro Wrestling. Uh, bar closing song being sung by the roster, and we always welcome new attendees. <laughs> so, other guys that are that are supposed to be there that I, I don't think I mentioned yet: uh, Bob Roop. Um, I'm gonna talk with him. Thunderbolt Patterson, my friend. I, I just sent him his itinerary today. Um, Rock Riddle is coming, and he's supposed to have a book, I think, coming out, isn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, Rick McCord, um, who else is going to be there? Um, for, you know, wrestling on the show, uh, uh, ROH champion um, Jonathan Gresham. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna take on uh, Bryce Jordan, so that'll be a really hot match. Because even though Bryce Jordan is a heel, he's wrestling from his hometown crowd, and he he usually pulls in a pretty big crowd for his appearances in Waterloo. Um, Jeremy Wyatt is going to take on the Big Picture. I'm super excited about that. Um, Jeremy White is another guy who's kind of a, a hidden gem in Midwest wrestling. I know he's had a, he had an Ironman match during the pandemic with Fred Diehi that was just fantastic. That, that goes an, an hour long, and you should really check out. Um, I'm really excited for his match with with uh, Big Picture. That'll be a good one. So, yeah, that's the weekend. I can't wait. That sounds fantastic. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, I, I mean, if you're not going, you know, if you if you can't make it this year, uh, I, I, I think that it should absolutely be on your destination list at some point um, because I, I, it's just going to be an amazing time. And, and all the stories that I've heard and, you know, all the preparation that I've heard, you know, going into last year's and this year's, um, yeah, I... I, I just, I just cannot wait. I'm really, really, really looking forward to all the opportunities that it's going to provide. And it'll be a wonderful time to just, you know, kick back and relax. And, you know, I know you'll be working, but I won't be. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend at Galacticon because I get to relax and have fun. And then next <laughs> I'll weekend, be working. Yeah, next okay. weekend, I'll be running around like a chicken with my head cut off until after the uh, banquet's done. So, but I appreciate everybody being there, even though I, I don't get to hang out as much as I like to, um, you know, with just working all the stuff. But I still have a great time. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for, you know, for running it down, for, you know, being here to debut the uh, IPW uh, announcements. Uh, it's, it's always a pleasure to have you on and talk. I feel like we didn't really get to, to chat that much uh, as we usually do or, you know, tell any stories or dive deep onto any personalities uh, or legends or what we're watching, reading, etc. Um, but it's it's always a pleasure. And I know you're going to stick around until we're done. Uh, but I just wanted to thank you, you know, so much for joining us, for being here uh, and adding so much, you know, basically just driving this episode. Uh, so I'm glad we got to steal you from uncharted territory for the week. <laughs> uh, we recorded Sunday night to make, uh, to, to, so I could be on both shows and I, I see Zeke's on here. I just want to thank Zeke. Cause he was great. And, I, and we, uh, 
you know, spoiler alert, this week we talk about the TNT Hall of Fame set, and then next week we're going to talk about the IPW set, and we give them props. But Zeke was a great collaborator for the IPW set and kind of helped guided me through what ranges an indie wrestler should be in. And he actually came up with the indie wrestler hometown advantage uh, rules that'll be in uh, the handbook that's coming out. And um, we'll probably put in the ringside companion volume too, which is probably my next order of business to to get done after the hall of fame. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, no, Zeke is, is amazing. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm glad that he's here tonight and, uh, I'm you know, grateful for his work on, on anything, but obviously, um, you know, I'm sure that, uh, he's, he's a phenomenal collaborator and, uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing, to seeing those final stats. Cause when I say I've seen the stats, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think I actually have seen the finalized stats. So I'm looking forward to see kind of where all that landed. Um, well, you know, before we get to Waterloo, there is, of course, this little shindig that's taking place in Chicago, Illinois, and we should probably talk about that because in a lot of ways, I kind of almost feel like we've informally kicked off Galacticon right here tonight. You know, we've basically got this virtual audience that's joining us here. You know, we're doing the live show. Uh, uh, you know, Chad's with us. Uh, you know, Mike has, has, has joined us uh, in spite of being uh, somewhere fishing um i mean not right this second at least i don't think you are are you fishing right now you could be for all i know i don't know i could be but i'm not (laughs) um so uh let's let's get down to business here uh todd it's it's your turn the spotlight is on you my friend what's happening this weekend Okay, uh, so this weekend we got Galacticon number 33, number 33 this year, which is Ooh. wild. Do, do you remember that 32 years ago, Chad? Uh, going I do remember getting dropped off at the Sheldon House by my parents 32 years ago and what I've now deemed a questionable parenting move. <laughs> yes, indeed, <laughs> yes. I, I questioned that parenting as well, but uh, hey, you still made it. It's all good. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, this weekend we're going to be in Chicago, our furthest west we've ever uh, been for Galacticon. Um, the, uh, I guess the official, st- uh, everything officially kicks off on Friday night. Although if you're in town Thursday night, you know, come, come grab a bleacher ticket at, at, at the Wrigley field and join a couple of us going to the game there. But, uh, uh, that should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to the, uh, Mets destroying the Cubs. Um, <laughs> uh, probably. Um, but no, that should be fun there. So yeah, Friday night we uh, we're going to kick off uh, the uh, the festivities at the AAW show in um, uh, Marionette Park, uh, Illinois. Um, it's a it's a little bit of a hike from uh, from the hotel. I think we're uh, we'll try to get some carpooling uh, and some Ubering going on over there. So uh, probably I think a lot of us will probably be meeting downstairs, maybe around five, to try to coordinate some of those. Uh, rides uh, that the uh, doors itself open around uh, 630. I think bell time is 730 uh, for that. Uh, make sure to get your tickets uh, on the website, or I think that probably get some at the door as well. Um, so definitely join us for that. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, it is uh, it is a bar. So yeah, I think you are, uh, Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, you know, even in general mission, you can kind of mill around, kind of go to the bar, hang out a little bit there too. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And depending on, you know, the nature of some of the matches, you may have a front row seat if you're hanging out at the bar. So there you go. You could definitely own oh, that's true. It does, does get a little wild there sometimes for sure. So. It does. Yeah. Well, look at <laughs> I once saw Eddie Kingston uh 
dump a wrestler who shall remain nameless due to some of the misdeeds that they committed, but uh, uh, dump a wrestler like right on top of the bar and then proceed to to pour drinks uh, all over him. It was, it was pretty great. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens on Friday there. There's definitely uh, some, some interesting matchups uh, going on there. I know uh, main event uh, will be uh, Matt Fitchett uh, defending his uh, championship against either Fred Yehi or uh, one called Manders. Uh, they're going to have a match earlier in the night to help determine uh, the number one contender. So should be a lot of fun there. Then we come back to our uh, home base, which is going to be the Holiday Inn uh, Chicago O'Hare. And uh, we will be doing a midnight release of Origins 2138. Well, or as soon as we get back from, from the wrestling show, uh, whether it's a little before or after that, but probably somewhere around the midnight area, we'll be doing that. Um, and, uh, I think Tom will be joining us virtually, uh, for that and, uh, just be able to, to hang out for a bit. I think the bar I was looking at is open until at least one o'clock in the morning, uh, throughout the weekend, which will be good. So we'll be at least get one last drink and, uh, and, and, uh, crack open, uh, origins 2138, uh, that night. Uh, if you don't feel like staying up that late, you can definitely get things in the morning. Uh, we'll be starting at 10 AM. We're going to be down in the michigan room uh at the uh i, I think i caught matt uh dick and Desher's, uh, attention there on that one uh it's the uh the room that's gonna be downstairs on the first floor it's actually i think it's right by the bar and restaurant uh which was uh, a strategic pick by me uh to, to have it uh, nearby all that so uh we'll be down there starting at 10 o'clock we'll be doing uh tournaments will be the first order of business we have a um a 2138 tournament we have a uh indie wrestler tournament as well as a legends hall of fame tournament that we'll be doing for the in-person uh attendees at galacticon i uh, will also have all the new uh, sets available so the new tnt hall of fame set will be there ipw will be there and if you didn't get uh origins the night before you can pick up origins on on saturday as well uh, at one o'clock, we'll have a bit of a lunch break. Uh, I got, uh, we have some, uh, I think some tacos bar coming in uh, for us in, in the room, which should be good. And uh, for those virtually, we'll be opening up the Zoom room at uh, one o'clock. Again, this is central time, not Eastern time. I might throw some people off. Uh, you know, I'll make sure to keep on reminding people we're in central time uh, zone for this one. Uh, but uh, we'll be opening up the Zoom room there at one o'clock. At two o'clock, we will kick off our. Uh, actually, at one thirty, we'll be doing our GWF uh, or our Champions of the Galaxy trivia. Uh, Jim Steinhoff has uh, come up with some new uh, great uh, mind teasers for that, so we'll see who walks away as the trivia champion this year. Two o'clock, we'll be doing our panel that'll kick off with uh, uh, Tom Filsinger or perhaps the Dark Menace if he takes over again. Oh, that that guy's that guy's nuts. I don't know. We'll we'll see if he shows up again. Good chance of that. Uh, and then we'll just kind of get into the rest of our roundtable with a couple of different uh, announcements. We've got a whole bunch of different things uh, that'll be coming up with some an announcements for upcoming sets, uh, as well as uh, some details on our FTR uh, create a character contest. We'll be talking about that. And just a couple other just uh, big updates on things going on uh, within the company. And actually, I have one other interesting, uh, interesting I don't know, if it's an announcement or, or uh, opportunity to get some cool Champions of the Galaxy uh, memorabilia uh, that I will announce there. Uh, and I'll just, I'll just leave it at that for right now. 
so that will go on until probably about four o'clock, and then uh, we'll be then transitioning to our uh, Traeger Synthes Hall of Fame uh, auction and uh, all all the auction items there. I'm actually going to go through a number of them in just a minute, but uh, I'll just kind of go through the rest of the schedule, and then we'll come back and, and you tease. I'm going to tease you just a little bit, but I'm going to go through almost all the auction items right now, unless there's some mystery ones uh, that, that, you know, that might be popping up. But uh, after the auction, uh, we'll, we'll sign off on the online uh, portion. We will have another tournament for those who are kind of hanging out there. There'll be a hardcore tournament uh, that, that night. And then Saturday night, we'll be doing the United Saturday night at the matches in the room. We have the room. Uh, pretty much the whole night. Uh, we'll be again right next to the bar and the restaurant. So if you want to go grab food, if you want to go grab drinks, and then bring it back to the food, uh, bring it back to the room, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, so it should be a cool, uh, fun atmosphere there. So uh, I know we'll be uh, playing a bunch of different matches. I know I just talked to Michael Brada. He's going to be uh, bringing some some cool uh, uh, DVDs and stuff as well. So we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with that. Uh, Sunday morning, we'll be back at it again at 10 a.m., both uh, in person and online. There will be some online tournaments that will be going on. Uh, both the Legends and the Champions of the Galaxy tournaments will happen uh, between uh, 10 and 12. In person, we are going to be doing the Canada Cup, which is our longest-running uh, tournament tradition run by Mike Fortune. Now, I asked Mike what theme he wanted to run this year for the Canada Cup. And I know in the past years, we you know, he's usually kind of stuck to the main, you know, early years of Champions of the Galaxy. I think last year, I believe we did a Legends version of the uh, Canada Cup, if I'm not mistaken. This year, Mike said that he wants to kind of go in a little bit of a different direction. So instead of choosing out some of the best characters in Champions of the Galaxy history, he's pulling together a collection of the worst wrestlers in Champions of the Galaxy history. So uh, you will be battling with the likes of um, uh, of AstroTurk and uh, Plethador. Uh, oh, actually, Jim, I got to add Pollux into that into the list if he's not in there already too. This might be the longest Canada Cup. It in might history. be the longest Canada Cup. I told him we will not be doing a torture chamber for the finals like he likes to do. That will not be happening. So it, 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 he, he thinks it's not going to be too bad since their pin ratings are high. I beg to differ. We'll see how it goes. Uh, there might be a couple of forfeits along the way. We might have, to have some time limits uh, going on there with some time limit draws, but <laughs> we'll see how it goes. No, losers do not advance. It will be winners, adv- winners advancing with that because we've done the losers advancing with the worst cards before, and those matches take absolutely forever. So, no, you're trying to win the match. Yeah, and it's bad enough when you're not when you're if you're trying not to win with those cards it, that just drags the matches. Oh, it drags the matches. <laughs> I think we, we had it's a hard. final before with or, or semifinal, I believe, with like Raynard Beguile and uh, and Royal Overlord once upon a time, and I think it took like forty five minutes before you know when, you know trying to lose. It's it's not a pleasant sight. So uh, yeah, again, the, the Canada Cup is a round robin tournament, so you'll have multiple chances uh, to lose. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll then at, at noon we'll be having we'll be joined by a special guest. It'll be uh, Father James Mitchell, uh, our legend. Uh, we just uh, released our legends card recently. He'll be joining us for a special Q and A. And then after that, uh, we will be going back to our tournaments. We'll kind of make if there's any uh, last matches that need to be finished up in the tournaments, we'll be doing that and then heading right into the Galacticon Cup tournament. So we'll be having uh, both, we'll have the four winners from the in-person tournaments on Saturday, the two online tournament winners, along with the winner and the runner-up from the Canada Cup will all advance. The number, the uh, winner of the Canada Cup will get the number one pick in the tournament as well. So big, big stakes going on in the Canada Cup for sure. So we'll be doing that draw eight-man tournament. The winner will be champion for the, for the next year. So... That's the whole rundown there. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mentioned we'll be doing the the auction. So I want to run through a couple of the different things that we will have up for auction. Um, I, we, I've kind of put a lot of this together uh, this week or so the last couple of days. So let me start with that. So I'm going to start off with, we do have, thanks to Travis Heckle, we do have an autographed copy of PG-13's cards. Nice. Also, I believe at the same show, he got an autographed Superstar Bill Dundee card. Very cool. Uh, speaking of autographed cards, we did have an extra one from Mr. Kurt Angle that we'll have up from last year's TNT set. So that will be available. Then uh, we have, uh, let me show some of some of the art that we'll have. So uh, one piece of art that we will have is a former FTR commissioner, Incubus. That's a Daryl Banks piece, if I'm not mistaken. There, uh, we will have the Demons of Hydra, the tag Ooh. team set. That's a nice one there. I think it's a, a Snelly piece. No, that's definitely a Snelly piece because I see his signature on it. We will also have um, a piece. I'm not sure who did this one. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is a Bendis one. We have a piece of mace. Uh, we mentioned before that uh, we would have uh, the legends piece <laughs> of art will be the Road Warriors in honor of us being in Chicago. So Road Warriors with Paul Ellering. Speaking of the Road Warriors, uh, Mike also donated into here. So the the um, a number of years ago, we had uh, Hawk and Animal cards that were the first color Hawk and Animal cards by Kevin Knight. So Mike is also donating uh, the original art for those, uh, wow. those, those cards as well of Hawk and Animal. And one other piece of art uh, that's a big one here. Now, since we just released his reimagined uh, card art uh, recently in the last set, we do have one piece of Chuck Carter art, and that is Darkos from 2092. Wow. That's a big piece there. So that, that, I think that might be, that and the Road Warrior one, I think might be uh, the two top uh, getters here. Uh, as far as the other releases that we have, um, the other things we have, I do have a couple other individual cards. I do have a printed card of Chris Cash from the CZW. So this one I think was one that we did in one of the early promoters. I do have a, a printed copy of that for somebody who missed it. Uh, some past uh, uh, virtual con cards. I do have a Akuma the Ninja, uh, as well as our old friend Nacho Barrera. <laughs> 
Uh, I have a couple couple uh, cards that were part of the Kickstarter giveaway: uh, Primal, Sheik Nehas, and Malicious. I think these these three cards uh, will all be available. These were part uh, given to people who were uh, uh, contributed to the Kickstarter that we did uh, for the CHG Live event. I do have uh, a copy of King Kong Bundy. I know this. A lot of people were asking about this one recently. This is number six of two hundred and fifty. So uh, good, good number on that one. We also have uh, two limited edition cards: hmm. Necros and Bust Up. So this is a big one here. And then uh, probably I think two of the more sought after items in terms of game cards that we'll have. Uh, I will. I'm trying to think of which one I want to show first here. So, all right, I'll show this one first. So we have a copy of the ever-elusive Early Classics. (laughs) We have both the cards and the booklet. Uh, We were able to piece this together. Mike was able to find a set of the cards, and I had a couple of the booklets lying around still. And then the last piece here, this is a really unique one. Uh, you know, not many of these kind of around, this is like a prototype, uh, alternate limited edition version of last year's Galacticon giveaway. <laughs> and this is a special limited edition Piper's pit. I think I've seen one of those before. Alternate artwork on this one, alternate background on this one. Very, very rare card here. So we're putting this one up in the auction this year. So, uh, I know we had a couple other things donated. Well, it goes beyond us. rare, Todd. Todd, that, 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 that's like beyond rare. It's that beyond rare. Yeah, this is ultra limited, rare. very okay. number limited number. We wound up not doing that background. So right, it's, exactly. Yeah, we decided not to do that background. So, but yeah, so we had a couple of those from uh, original uh, print there, but we're making one available. There's 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 not not many chances to get that one. So. Uh, we had a couple other things donated by different folks, and I think there's a couple other things. I know, Sam, you mentioned one thing that will be uh, as part that, that you've gotten donated. Yeah, so uh, after our interview with Brian Solomon, we had such a great time chatting with him, and I followed up in a few emails that we exchanged back and forth, and, uh, you know, because we were talking about the possibility of having him on again down the road and, you know, just kind of, like, shoring up that relationship, um, and, and he's got a great uh, podcast going right now uh, as well, um, Shut Up and Wrestle, um, and and one of the things that I talked to him about was providing um, an autographed copy uh, of uh, his book, Blood and Fire, uh, for uh, for you know uh, a lucky um, a lucky bidder. So that will be an item up for grabs. Now, the cool thing, of course, about this is uh, anyone who is familiar with that book's uh, printed history knows that the you know first run uh, of that book sold out in pre-order and uh, a, a lot of outlets struggled to, you know, to keep his stock and, and it went through another printing and uh, the, the copies that he has personally that he is autographing and signing personalizing for you are of course, part of that very first run uh, first batch of books. Um, so not only do you get to get an autographed copy, but you also get to get one of those uh, first, uh, first batch, which, you know, if that's something that you're into um, it's, it's always a cool thing for a book collector to have. Uh, so that'll be a cool piece, I think. And, uh, um, I, he, you know, he, he did one for me and I just thought to myself, Hey, this will be really cool. I think for, uh, for, for our, uh, our guests. So that'll be a part of the auction. Very cool. I think, uh, I might be making a bid on that one myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I think that's all I got as far as a uh, Galacticon update, but yeah, definitely wanted to share a bunch of the auction items there. I think, you know, we, uh, Jerry Briscoe last year gave us a very aggressive goal and, uh, we're going to try our darndest uh, to meet that. And I will mention one other thing I almost forgot. Um, I do have a stack of cards here of 50 cards here. Um, this is a, a limited card that has not been made available, uh, before, and uh, will be at least by Philistine Games also will be made available at the auction and I'll announce who it is there and if you would like to get a copy of this card uh, we'll ask for a donation uh, to the Hall of Fame and you'll get a copy of the card even if you're there or if you're online I'll give you the information to, to send me a um, a PayPal um yeah, mess the PayPal payment and uh, Sam. Yes, you you guessed exactly who that is. Um, so um, yeah, so keep an eye on that. So definitely, even if you you know some of the bidding might be out of your uh, out of your price range on some of these items, there we will make it really somewhat affordable for everybody to come up with uh, one of these uh, special cards there as well. We're just trying to get as much uh, momentum going for our big donation uh, the next weekend in Waterloo. Yeah. And, you know, one of the cool things is it's happened in years past, and I'm sure it's about to happen uh, this time around. Uh, You know, if anyone out there, of course, has things that they're kind of like, hey, you know, I'd like to donate my item to the auction. um, Let's do it. You know, it'll be like a run in. You just 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 run in and be like, hey, look, this is what I got bid on it. Speaking of run-ins, oh, um, <laughs> I do have a stack of can you who knows like which legends black and white sets are out of print? uh the first few so um like hardcore is right yeah rematch hardcore yeah. vintage mm-hmm. fever and teams are all out of print i do we do we have one set of teams that somebody donated that's gonna be okay because I, I i have a stack here and these are cards that todd had given me to use to kind of play test at uh the hall of fame in years past and cac and i kind of put them together so i think i might have some of those sets here so i'm going to bring them and turn them over to todd and he can put them into auctions as he sees fit. But yeah, definitely there's a, there's a sheet card staring right at me right Ooh, here. Ooh. That's, that's what people are keep on asking about there. For sure. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, again, if you have other things, I know it happened, you know, two years ago, we did the first auction to benefit the, the, the hall of fame. And uh, you know, we had a couple items up for bid there and then suddenly other people go, Hey, I got this, I got this, I got this, which is, which was really cool. So again, if you have anything you'd like to, to donate, you know, definitely let us know there it might be a little too late to mail it to me at this point, but uh, you know, definitely uh, let us know. We can uh, figure out uh, how to do that. And I do want to just say that, you know, I mean, this community is without a doubt, hands down, the biggest donor to the Hall of Fame when it comes to this kind of fundraising. You know, we've raised funds through the event itself and through the sale of all access passes. But what our community does is far and away past what any other group does. So I appreciate it. More importantly, Jerry Briscoe appreciates it. And, you know, it's because of the giving and because of my dry erase novelty check over here that I keep in the corner <laughs> that we're going to pull out a couple times next weekend. Um, you know, that's directly what led Jerry and Mike going on a, a shopping spree in the autograph room and, and gave us a lot of the great guys like Sergeant Slaughter and, and Mark Henry and Ken Shamrock. So 
this these donations and i know in the past there was always great recipients but the these donations are definitely helping helping the game back too but i appreciate what everybody does for the hall of fame that's great to hear you know not only obviously for the benefit of the game which which is something that you know we all enjoy a great deal but um i think one of the whole points uh, of the game has always been I mean, the legends of wrestling side of the game has always been to you know pay tribute um to uh the wrestlers uh, of yesteryear and and the history of the business and to make sure that we're not forgetting and um you, you know whether it's players that of course have you know been through the terror days and are reliving those or if it's young players who don't know as much about that history who are learning about some of these people for the first time um, it's just a great way to do that and, and of course that aligns perfectly with the museum's mission which is you know to make sure that um, that history is is um is honored um, and you know not forgotten, and 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 that the people that laid the groundwork for you know what the business is today um, whether or not they would like what the business is today um, is certainly uh, worth worth doing, and it's something that uh, I, I know that I want to continue to support um, personally. Um, but of course, by way of the game, I think it's extremely important for us. And and again, yeah, we reap these really cool benefits by getting people in the game that we never ever would have thought um, would be accessible to us. So um, super cool, um, you know, Chad. Thank you for all the work that that you do with that, uh, and that you do for the Hall of Fame, um, and, and that you will be doing. Doing, obviously uh in the next week uh, and how insane things will be um because it's it's important i really i really do think it's important because it's a form of storytelling that we all love so much and it's what brings us all together and it's what informs this incredible community uh and this is you know this is our time of year to really celebrate right like to to celebrate that to enjoy that um and to do that together and one of the ways that we can do that if we're able is 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 by giving you know and uh and making sure that uh that the lights stay on so um just to jump in there real quick sam please i think that um you know, Barry just asked a question about how much we've raised. It doesn't matter how much we've raised so far this year. I just know we haven't gotten to the number Jerry asked me to get to last year. So, <laughs> so, so Jerry asked me to get to $10,000 this year, which I don't think he really thought we would do, but I think we can. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's gonna, it, it's one of those things where it, it's going to be a stretch for us. Like we, we've done some great work and there's been a lot of community members who've silently done, given some money, uh, you know, to this cause, you know, not just in our mini auctions, but aside from that, and it's all great stuff. But, you know, these auctions, you know, just dig a little deeper this year, I think. I think let, let's let's dig a little deeper. Let's see what we can do, because I would love nothing more than to stand on that stage and tell Jerry that I hit his goal. Just to, mm-hmm. just so everyone else can, I won't be able to see his reaction because he'll be behind me. But I just want to, everybody else can see his reaction when, when we hit it. That, that'll be the, the, that's what I want to see. So, um, you know, bring, bring your wallets you know, be a little generous and, and let's see what we can do for the hall. In other yeah. words, what Mike's trying to say is let's make it rain for the Trago Synthes Hall of Fame. I wasn't saying that. <laughs> that, that, that works too, though. I guess. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I can say, I mean, I have the tolls right here. We're 50%. But but not we might be fifty one percent, but we're, we got forty nine percent to make up yet. So, All right. I think I think with some of these last minute fundraisers like folks are doing and through the hall, I think we can get there. Let's do it. There. Yeah, let's let's make it happen. 
Um, well, uh, you know, that brings us to the close of our regular scheduled programming. But of course, we do have this wonderful group uh, of folks uh, who have been visiting us here on the, the live feed, and we wanted to open it up to a Q&A. Uh, so if anyone has any questions, uh, feel free to just raise your hand in the reactions and uh, we'll, we'll get right over to you um, and uh, see if we can't get some answers for you. Um, obviously, we can't answer everything. Some secrets must be kept. Um, not, not because I want to keep them necessarily, but that's just what Mike tells me to do. So, My job, man. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be the fun sucker. <laughs> I kid. You 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 bring the fun uh, just as well as any of us. Hey, hey I, I, I'm not that hard. I mean, Chad tells me he wants to do an eight to ten card set for IPW, and we wind up with eleven. So I'm not that bad a guy. No, yeah. absolutely not. And I mean, how many times did you give Rob like that fourth card? You know, in, in Prime, or you know, so it's happened uh, one time. <laughs> I want to. I give I give Chad a fourth card in Prime one time too. That's as true. I recall, That's so. true. What? Well, no, I think we just wanted to do an extra. We couldn't. No, I want. I want a fourth in. card for this upcoming prime. I know you do. That's I know true. you do. That's, That's why, why I'm up. saving mine for that. And I think when I, I tell all the promoters who's going to be in prime, then they should definitely agree. But I'm not going <laughs> to do that yet. Just spoil it all. Well, that, right it's, it's not Galacticon just yet. Maybe we'll save that for TNT weekend. There Ooh. Go. There we go. Yeah, well, I well, you know, while we wait for some questions, uh, I'll just add in that uh, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to, of course, uh, will be the panels. It's always a heck of a lot of fun to talk to everybody, and you know, this will be like the the third year going that I get to do it. So, looking forward to that. Uh, Barry has a question for us. Um, let me yeah, get feel, him. feel free to take uh, off of mute there. Yeah, I'm going to take him off of mute here. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, Todd got a little overzealous. I re-muted him, but go ahead. Un- unmute Barry, sir. It's fine. I was going to click stay muted and everyone would have been happy with that. Hey, Chad, I did have one. <laughs> I did have one question for you um, regarding Jerry. Uh, I guess Jerry's comment to Sam about, <laughs> I know you said, you said that you were going to follow up with him on that later in that, in the con without revealing too much because Mike has the mute button that's ever present. Were you able to follow up with him on Pat Patterson? Yep. That answered my question. Thanks. <laughs> did I say that, Mike? Was that okay? Uh, he did follow up. That is, that is an up. accurate that is a true statement. statement. That is Can't a, tell that you is what a, the yeah. resolution was, but, it, but he did follow up with it. That is a truth fact. Uh, Pete Fusco asks, will there be a Legends set announcement at Galacticon? Ooh. Oh my God, we just finished one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm announcing one. I don't know if Chad's ready to sign the people to do it, but we're, we're definitely ready to announce one. Yes, yes. We, we definitely have planned. Fantastic. We have a couple of topics in mind. I think that's a true statement. Yeah, I mean, based oh, off Pete, of come on, what, what, what little what little I know, I <laughs> Pete says you finished a Trago a Thez Trago set, not a legend set. Um, uh, yeah, she, there, there's some cool there's some cool stuff out there, that's for sure. Uh, Zeke asks a great question. So for anyone attending yeah. Galacticon this weekend, uh, is James Mitchell a live or a virtual guest on Sunday? He's wondering if he should bring his card with him to Chicago. I'll go ahead and answer that one. He will be a virtual guest. Um, he's not going 
going to be there with us in person, um, but he will be there virtually for us. So uh, still should be a, a great time, but uh, you don't you don't need to pack that card Um Unless you just want to, you know, put it in a picture frame, put it by your bedside, look at it at night and then in the morning, that's fine. You know, I'm not saying Zeke's going to do that or should do that. Yeah. I'm just saying you could do that if you wanted to. Uh, Lee is asking, where can we see the IPW shows? Chad, tell the man what he wants to know. Um, so we have, uh, we kind of have a scattered presence. Um, if you go on YouTube, um, we did have a YouTube show for a while. Um, and then we kind of pivoted to Facebook. So if you look at Impact Pro Wrestling on Facebook or Impact Pro Wrestling or IPW, and sometimes you have to sift through that other Impact Wrestling, but we did have the name first. The only promotion that lays claim to it before us is in New Zealand. Um, and there's usually not too much market confusion between them and us. <laughs> um, but a lot of the stuff I mentioned, like the the James Justin cage match, um, that's on YouTube. Um, honestly, if you just search some of the guys' names, you might find them easier. But we did have a show on YouTube for a while called uh, Live from the Vault. Um, and uh, if you look at our um, Hall of Fame show from 2016, even though it's not our guys, it was um, we did a match with uh, Ricochet and Sammy Callahan. And that was kind of the first time for us where we started kind of bringing in some of these you know, the super indie type guys. And it was right before Ricochet got signed to go WWE. And it, I mean, it's probably not probably it's the best match I've ever seen live. It is fantastic. And there's a couple of, there's a couple of um, different camera viewpoints, like a couple of different shots of it out there. Um, One's kind of a hard cam. One's somebody kind of move around and it is a fantastic match. So Otherwise, if you look at Facebook now, you can find us on there too. Nice. Yeah, I just recently, I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was actually a full show, but I kind of like just, you know, cherry picked the matches that I was watching because it was late at night. But uh, there was like a, uh, like a three-way ladder match, um, I think, on the show uh, uh, with James Jeffries in it uh, that, that I watched. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, AJ Smooth and James yep. Jeffries and Ricky Bronson. Yeah, um, that was when we re- started running a, in a new building in Des Moines. Um, yeah, it was that was cool. It was uh, um, an old junior high school that this guy's turned into like an event center. So like the gym was perfect for us. You know, nice, nice. Yeah. So lo- lots of different places you can check us out. And, um, once we pass the Hall of Fame, I'll try to put like maybe a section on the board and, and just post some links to different matches or different shows to make it easier for people to find. Yeah, and yeah, and it's worth noting, you know, if, if, with anyone who has a little a bit of extra time, if you go back and look at some of the Uncharted Territory uh, posts, you know, there are a few in there where there have been you know match links that have been included with with Corey's uh, uh, other links of music videos, commercials, etc. Um, but it's definitely out there, you know, doing a YouTube search is how I found uh, most of the stuff that I've watched uh, just in the past few weeks, really, you know, kind of getting excited for the set. Um, so it's there. Um, any other questions from anyone uh, tonight? Uh, of course, we'll have opportunity for lots of questions come this weekend um, and lots of answers and non-answers. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do the best that we can, obviously. Uh, Todd, what's the thing you're looking forward to the most uh, over the next few days? 
Oh boy, yeah, there's just so much things I'm looking forward to. I mean, just sights to see in Chicago is one thing, but then you know, obviously deep dish pizza is very, very says deep know. dish. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be happening there. I'm going to be doing my deep dish tour of Chicago as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just also just getting to, to to see you know so many promoters there. I mean, getting to meet you for the first time in person, Sam, is going to be I awesome. Know. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's so many other promoters that I that I either you know will meet for the first time in person, or I haven't seen in for forever. You know, us being out in the Midwest uh, definitely has a uh, you know a couple other folks that you know gives me a chance to to see in person for the first time in forever, uh, including Chad, who I haven't seen in quite a number of years there. So, uh, it, it just I think a lot of that just you know the camaraderie around the con is is always just you know the highlight of the weekend for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I think uh it's the thing I'm looking forward to the most, you know, is getting to meet people for the first time and and you know and and actually just be in the same space. Um everything's been virtual these past few years, which has been great. I feel like I've been so fortunate to get to know everyone and um you know in a deeper way than participating on the forums you know yeah. uh, and the thing is is like there were times when you know i'd be posting like daily and then drop off for like six months or whatever and then come back and you know and so over the past you know few years um since you know doing the virtual stuff and, and doing the podcast the opportunity to you know deepen some of those associations and and friendships has been great but to to actually be in person um be really really cool so uh, i'm looking forward to that a great deal um there is uh a, 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 some some chat here uh that we have going on between you know sort of the deep dish and, and the thin crust and and i have to say that one of the great things about chicago is that uh when people think chicago pizza most people do think deep dish that's kind of where their 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 mind goes and and rightfully so but the truth is that a lot of chicagoans and and a lot of like you know people who write in magazines, I guess, uh, would actually want to lead you to believe that the the true Chicago pizza is actually a thin crust, square cut, tavern style pizza. Um, and I can say that it is pretty phenomenal that there are some places that do it really, really well. One of the deep dish places that I spoke about last time around, Michael's uh, Tavern in uh, Lakeview slash Wrigleyville, um, it's kind of right on the border there. They they do both uh, very, very well. Um, and there's actually a place uh, that was down the street from my old place that I really, really liked too called Leader Bar. Um, they also had probably the most amazing nachos I've ever had in my life. Just incredible nachos, but that's besides the point. Um, so, uh, you can get your fix either way. If you don't want to do deep dish, if you want to go with something, you know, uh, a little lighter, if you will, not that it's that lighter cause they still pile toppings on. Um, the, uh, uh, the thin crust is, is, is pretty great as well. Um, Chad mentioned Aurelio's, um, which actually does have a location, I believe not too terribly far from, from where we're staying. Um, I just pulled up their map and there's, yeah, you, you help walk me through this and I'll, I'll buy one of these. Cause, <laughs> and I just found there's one in Vegas, Zeke. We'll have to get from there the next time uh, I head out your way. Yeah, man. Huh? I, you know, I gotta be honest. I'm looking forward to trying some of this, this Waterloo pizza. Um, I just love pizza. Who doesn't? <laughs> right. Um, it, it's good stuff. It's square cut. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh so uh mike what about you what, what are you looking forward to the most i mean i know i have a feeling it's going to be kind of the in a similar vein but but you know what do you what, do, what are you thinking well um i'm 
unfortunately not looking forward to being there in person. I'll, I'll be virtual this year. <laughs> That's sadly, right. Sadly. Um, but uh, uh, for the in-person thing, I'm looking forward to the most. It's actually going to uh, uh, in Waterloo. I'll, I will make it out there. Um, I'll be back in time for that. But uh, um, you know, being I think having my kids see James Jeffries again will probably be the highlight of the weekend for for them. Uh, so therefore, as their dad, it will be for me. But uh, I, like Todd said, I mean, you know, getting to see everybody uh, and and seeing new faces is always a, a cool thing in person. Um, from the virtual con thing, I mean, one of the that's one of the great um, you know sort of takeaways we've had you know from the pandemic. If we can take something good out of something bad, I'll, I'll say is that even the years that you can't make it, we you could still be part of the festivities, and uh, you know. I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make it this year um, in person, but I now this, you know, in the past that would have just been like tough luck for me, but this year I can actually be there with folks um, virtually and it'll be a different experience than being there in person, but at least I can be part of uh, part of it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because last year not being there in person um, and, and, and it being such a hybrid convention, um, I, I knew that there were things that I was obviously missing out on not being there in person, but I didn't feel um, I didn't feel out of the loop. You know, I didn't feel like I had been like, you know, you know, just cast off into this corner where I had to, you know, watch and not be a participant. You know, I felt very much still involved with everything. I mean, obviously I was, you know, conducting panels and stuff, but it, it, it wasn't, yeah, it didn't feel disconnected, um, which is really, really nice to know that we can kind of, that we can do this hybrid thing um, so that people who aren't necessarily able to join in person can still feel uh, a part of the whole thing. Um well, I mean, obviously, I'm certainly looking forward to, to meeting you in person uh, in Waterloo, and uh, it's it's going to be a, a good time. Um, you know, I, I, I think uh, that that's that that about does it for us this evening. Um, you know, we've we've had a great time. I just want to thank everyone that joined us uh, live uh, tonight. Uh, it's uh, such a pleasure to get to do this. Hopefully, we'll get to do it again um, at some point. Uh, you know, in the, in the near future, another live show and, and have some fun. Maybe you know, get a, get another special guest on uh, like we had tonight uh, with Chad and Justin Decent. I want to thank Justin Decent uh, again for joining us. Uh, he he couldn't stay stick with us, uh, like I said earlier. But uh, what a blast to have him on! He added so much to the show. I, I think really, you know, just helping with those IPW reveals, but then even everything, you know, else, um, all the other conversation, um, just wonderful when we get to have a guest on and certainly somebody who participates uh, in the squared circle. So thank you, Justin Decent, for joining us. I look forward to to seeing him out in Waterloo. Uh, Chad, man, it's always such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being a part of the show. Um, um, uh, you can you can tell uh, your, your friends at Uncharted Territory, our friends, our friends at Uncharted Territory that uh, you know you didn't cheat on us, cheat on them. Nope. nope. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> but uh, but thank you very very much for, for 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 coming over tonight. You bet. Thanks for having me, and, I, and I'm excited about Galacticon because I think the last time I went was was either 2006 or 2007. So it, whenever the first promoter madness was, I think I was at that one when they had the the drawing for that. So, um, whatever it was, I, I look forward to getting back and seeing some folks and, you know, seeing Todd and, uh, you know, whoever else that that's on this, that's going to be there and, um, meeting Michael in person for the, the first time and seeing, I'm glad Matt Dick and Desher said he's coming, even though he's always, you know, when I don't show up to my own podcast, he stabs me in the back, but that's just how he is. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad that we were able to carry some of that beef over from a Terry. I was going to bring that up it's, earlier. I'm glad to let it cook, though. That was good. It was, it was yeah, good I mean, it just makes the multiverse feel even more connected than it was oh, before. Yeah. So thank totally. you for that. Totally. Um, <laughs> I especially loved, I love Matt's look right now. For those of you who are listening to this, you, you can't appreciate that. You can just see the revenge is coming. It's, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh man um well uh i think uh todd do you have anything left for us from fed hq before we get out of here yeah well definitely still uh make sure to uh do your pre-orders in there for all the new sets uh i know the online set pre-orders just went up as well today so you can uh you can get that and i think that's going to drop probably at one point on saturday i think uh those will drop right mike yeah. Sure. Well, at least let's, we'll, we'll, <laughs> at least I think the twenty one thirty eight will be available. At definitely, the, the twenty one thirty eight will definitely drop. TNT will drop probably right right around the same time, and uh, IPW as quickly as we can get it up. Yeah, and then uh, for those who uh, want to order the print book or want to order the print set for uh, twenty one thirty eight, but do want to read the book maybe before Tom's Q and A. We will have the book uh, PDF of the book available as we've done the last couple of years as well. So that'll be available on uh, Saturday morning as well. Uh, so you can, you can grab that. Maybe even very, very late Friday night. We'll have to see how, how that goes, but ho- hopefully uh, that'll be available uh, before the Q and a, so you'll get a chance to read and kind of know what's going on before uh, hearing from Tom. Um, and I think a lot of some of the, maybe not the full art, but at least you'll get a, a glimpse of all the different characters in the book as well, which will, which will be good. Uh, and then, yeah, definitely you can still get your, your Galacticon tickets. Uh, I think we I have the cutoff for the tournaments. If you want, if you're attending virtually, you can uh, register for the tournaments up until uh, midnight uh, Eastern time on Thursday night. So, you know, um, so you can, you can get in as part of that and we'll, we'll mail out the, the brackets on Friday, uh, Friday or Saturday to everybody. And um, yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. So definitely make sure to uh, attend that. And, uh, and if you can uh, you know, join us in person or join us in, uh, in Iowa the next weekend at the, at the hall of fame, you know, love to see uh, as many people as we can this week, uh, the next two weekends. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, again, it's a celebration. It's a wonderful, wonderful time for all the promoters. Uh, and I am really looking forward to it. I don't know how many times I can say that on one podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Mike, anything, uh, left to say before we get out of here? Just, uh, wish a good, good day to our friends in the Baltic. Fantastic. You make infringement. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, see, we'll, we'll discuss that in person. But it's, it was a totally different gimmick. But, but that's okay. You, you, for simple-minded people, that might be might seem that way. Wow. Oh well. On that well, note, I, I will say another good thing. Uh, Denmark will be joining us in Chicago too. Which, true. Which Denmark will be, will be there. Oh yeah. But yeah, it turns I, out that's not the only country on the Baltic chat. It turns there out. You go. Oh. Anyway, uh, I just had to let that sit for a while. All right. So uh, before we get out of here, I just want to thank everybody here who's still hanging out with us. Uh, uh, Barry, uh, Matt, uh, James, Lee, Pete, Mark, Jim Steele, Zeke, uh, Eric, Michael, uh, Joe, and Mark. Thank you guys all so much for uh, hanging out with us tonight. Uh, It was fun to do this live again. It will not be the last time. Uh, We'll certainly get to it at some point again. Uh, In the meantime, take care of yourselves, one another. Stay safe out there. And for anyone 
everyone who's attending this weekend. I cannot wait to see you face to face. I cannot wait to sit down and actually play this game in person live with another human being, which is something I've never done before. Uh, so whoever is going to be my, my first, uh, I hope, I hope I don't disappoint. Uh, and, um, I'm not gonna make that joke. I want to so bad, and Mike and Mike is like Mike is already laughing because he knows I want to, but I just that got <laughs> really weird, dude. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, thank you all again for listening to Roll Up. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, I'm sure talking about the festivities in Galacticon and what we've got planned for TNT in Waterloo. Uh, in the meantime, we're getting out of here. We're going home. Good night, everybody.